uh, so we're looking at Satan as the destroyer. And I told you so far that uh, Job is a prime example of how, amen, of the kind of attack that Satan brings upon the believer, right? Now, here's the thing. Now, Job, uh, Satan could have done a lot of things to Job, uh, you know, but we know that Job was being tested to prove that what he was in character, amen, was real. And that he was a man who was blameless, upright, fearing God, and turning away from evil. Now, you know, a lot of people may say, well, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a good person, or I'm a godly person. But, but the true test of that is when you come up under persecution. Amen. A lot of us can say what we are, but let me say this to you. It, it will be proven at some point, and you will be able to see who you really are in character when you come up under pressure. Amen. As I've told you, uh, Satan attacked Job, and if you look at uh, Job chapter 1, we read this last week, and I told you that, um, you know, verse 9, it says, Then Satan answered the Lord and said, does, does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not made a hedge about him and his house and all that he has on every side? You have blessed the works of his hands and his possessions have increased in the land. So you know what that tells me? It tells me that when you and I are in the will of God, God blesses everything that we put our hands on. Amen. He protects us. Listen, uh, everything about your life is connected to God, and God is the one who is truly protecting us. Amen. Now, listen, you know, it's not by accident you made it here safely this morning. Amen. God has put a hedge of protection over you. He has guided you. He's kept your children safe. Come on, somebody. He's kept them free from any diseases. And, and we're talking about the body. And let me say this to you. Why would Satan attack the body? Why do you think he wants to attack your body? Can, can anybody help me with that? This morning, what do you think? What do you think his main reason is? All right, to render you ineffective. Okay, that's good. That's exactly right. What else? What What other reason do you think he may want to attack your 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 body? Okay, very good. To steer you away from having faith in God and focusing what on woe is me. Right? So, so I'm sick, so now I'm consumed. Let me say this to you. Sickness will cause a lot. Listen, a lot of people, it is because of their sickness that they have had a drastic life change. Come on, somebody. You know, when you're young, you're not thinking about, you know, you're not thinking. Listen, the greatest investments you can make in your life is towards yourself physically when you're young. But oftentimes we don't think about this until we're what? Sick. And now what Satan did, I told you that 
the, the, verse 12, you look at it, it says, Then the Lord said to Satan, Behold, all that he has, all that he has. So what did, the, what did Satan do first? He attacked all that he has is in your power, only do not put forth your hand on him. You see that? So the question is, can Satan put his hands on us? If he's allowed to, he can. Amen. Now, now I'll show you here in a minute that sometimes we are handed over to Satan for discipline. Amen. Paul talks about the unruly brother, that if he doesn't want to get it together, then you hand him, God will, he handed him over, God will hand him over to Satan for discipline. Listen, uh, I don't know about you, but no discipline seems good at first. But you got to remember something. God can, God can, God will allow some things in your life. Amen. To get your attention, but also God will allow some things in your life. Amen. To prove your character. And, and may I say this to you today? You can tell the type of person you are when you come up under pressure. Look at, look at verse chapter one of Job in verse one. Look what it says. There was a man in the land of us whose name was what? Now watch his character real quick. His name was what? Job. And that man was what? Blameless, upright, fearing God, and what? Right. So character-wise, see that? He, was, he had it together. Amen. He was a God-fearing man. He was an upright man in all his dealings. And so here's the thing. When you and I are trying to get it right, it seems that right as we start getting it right, here come, amen, some bad news. Here come cancer. Here come diabetes. Here come, amen, whatever strokes and high blood pressure and, and whatever you may find that's out here that, that's coming to plague your body. But you got to remember this. Don't assist Satan in the destruction of your body. Are you with me? So, so, so not only did Job, uh, he attacked Job, but number one, it says he lost the fruit of his body, which was his children. Number two, he lost the means to sustain his body. He lost his flocks, his herds, and he lost his wealth. Amen. And then he lost, lastly, he, when Satan could not, listen, listen, look at Job's response. Remember, we stopped here on last week. Look at Job's response in verse 20. Somebody read that for me. Verse 20, Job chapter 1, verse 20. Is this making sense to you this morning? Now, that's right. You know, here's the thing, y'all. The Bible was written for our instructions and our example, y'all. And listen, we have to always look to the word of God. Lord, get me to this point where I can respond like this. Listen, it's hard to, it's easy to tell you to do it. But when you get put into a predicament, into a situation, listen, I promise you, we cave in. But we, what we have to learn to do, saints, we have to learn Amen. To trust God even when things don't look the way we want it to look. Are you following me today? Now, verse two, chapter 2, verse 1 says, Again, there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came among them to present himself before the Lord. 
And the Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? And Satan answered the Lord and said, from roaming about on the what? Earth and walking around on him. The Lord said to Satan, have you considered servant Job? For there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man, fearing God and what? Turning away from evil. And he still holds fast his what? Integrity, although you entice me against him to do what? To ruin him without cause. See, Satan, that's exact, that's Satan's, that's his MO, y'all. Satan doesn't need a cause to destroy you. You know what his cause is? God. He can, listen, if he can get to you, he'll get to God. Amen. If he can get you to turn away from him, if he can get you to be worried and doubt, listen, worry brings about all kinds of medical issues. You say, not me, I'm good. Yeah, you're good, but in the back of your mind, you're still thinking about it. Have you really handed it over to God? Come on, somebody. And when you can hand it over to God completely and believe that he's going to handle it, guess what? Amen. Listen. You will never know until you do it. Do I have anybody? But he said, listen, you, you wanted me to, to cause, you, you wanted me, you wanted to do harm to him, amen, without a cause. You had no cause. Listen, say this, this passage helps you with something. Satan doesn't need a reason. Amen. You know how some people just do stuff without a cause? They're like, well, why would you do such a thing? Guess what? Satan doesn't need a cause, y'all. You tried to entice me against him without a cause. But look what the Bible says, verse 4. Satan answered the Lord and said, skin for skin. Yes, all that a man has he will give for his life. However, put forth your hand now and touch his bone and his flesh, and he will curse you to your face. Now watch Satan's strategy. Satan says at first what he said to God, right? You hedged about him. You protected everything he had. Oh, yeah, I feel it now. Watch this. You, you, you've been protecting him all your life. See, here's how finite Satan is and, and foolish. He's talking to God. <laughs> he said, okay, Satan, I tell you what. There's no man, verse 1, like him. Come on, somebody. What, can I ask you something? What will your testimony be in the end? Will your testimony be that, listen, I didn't just think about me, but guess what? I've lived a life so pleasing to God. Amen. I didn't get it right all the time, but guess what? At least I tried. Come on, somebody. And what Satan's strategy was, Satan thought, okay, I know something about man. Here's what I know about man, because Satan has been studying man for a long time. If you get a chance to read the book, Screwtape Letters, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Watch this. Watch this. He says, I know one thing about man. Man has some basic needs. Food, clothing, shelter. Amen. Love and appreciation. That's, that's, that's the basic needs of man. But God, if you take all those things from him, guess what he's going to do? He's going to curse you. And guess what? When Satan can't win after you've lost your job, after you've been laid off, after you've had all kinds of issues with your children, and, and you're still holding fast your integrity, and you listen, listen, let me help you with something. I'm trying to help you with something this morning. Watch this. When those things start happening to you, 
Listen, you have to respond with worship. Don't run away from God. Run to God. Come into the house of God. Lift your hands and praise and worship him and say, God, thank you. Naked I came in. Listen, this too shall pass. Come on, somebody. Amen. You thought you would have got me driving the other day. Check engine light. Come on. Okay. All right. Whatever. Amen. God will make a way, y'all. Listen, and this is what Satan gets us to think. God doesn't love you because if he loved you, your bank account wouldn't be in the negative. If God loved you, amen, you, you would have what you need in order to take care of your business. But look at where God has you right now. See, his first strategy is to get you to, to start doubting God and get you to a point where you are distracted. Listen to me real good. Distracted from worship. Job gave us a clue on how to respond when Satan comes and touches the things that we have. These material things. But let me get now. Now, let me say this to you. After you pass that test, then he makes it real personal. Now, you would think it's personal when he touched your children. Come on, somebody. When he touched your finances, when he take your job, when he, yeah, yeah, yeah. When your portfolio has gone to zero. Amen. Listen, it's easy to trust him when you got a little money stashed. But when you have nothing. And you say, God, I don't know how, but I'm going to sign the contract anyways. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And right when you got that down, here comes the attack on your body. Man, he's a strategist, y'all. But what we have to do, saints, we got to have the faith. To do, to go, to look beyond this. Watch what he says. Verse 6. He says, if I touch his body, he's going to curse you in your face. Verse 6, the Lord said, behold, he's in your power. Only what? You know what that tells me? When he says, you could touch his body. Right. So what does that mean that Satan has? No, he has the power to kill you. He can intensify his effort upon you to kill you. And what God does, God uses him to discipline some of his disobedient children. Some saints have died prematurely because of their disobedience. When he hands them over to Satan, he says, Satan, have your way with them. And then they die. He has the power to kill. That's why he says only what? Spare his. Now, unless the text is reading different than me, unless I'm reading something different, different translation, it does say here, what does it say? Behold, he is in your power. Now, now watch this. God hands Satan over. Oh, man, come on. Come on, somebody. He hands him over to Satan's power. But everything about Satan's power 
breeds, watch this, destruction. You've got to remember this, y'all. You have to take it to heart and you have to say, you know what? Oh, man, this is some deep stuff. Look at verse 7. He said, then Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. And what is the first thing he did? Under his power. What does the text say? What does the text say? Verse 7. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, he just started breaking out with balls. I mean, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Is that what it said? He smote Joe with sore balls from the sole of his foot to the crown of his head. And what did he do? And he took a pot share to scrape himself while he was sitting among the, listen, he couldn't, he couldn't, it, it was, pus was coming out. I mean, you, you're talking about something that a doctor can't even cure. Think about, and we're going to look at this here in a minute. Think about the woman with the issue of blood. Hemorrhaging. For years. Well, who do you think who do you think caused it? Listen, if Satan can defeat us in our minds with sickness, don't accept it. The moment you settled in and say, okay, I, I, is it I have a disease? You know what they call alcoholism? A disease. Drug addiction, a disease. That's not a disease, that's a choice. Hello, somebody. It's a choice that we make. Amen. We get hooked on the chemicals. That's no different than pharmaceutical drugs. We get hooked on it. Amen. Watch this. Uh, Verse 9. Now, this is the part that really, really gets me right here. He was supposed to get counseled by his wife, his closest person to him. Then his wife said to him, man, we done lost everything. We done lost everything. He says, do you still hold fast your integrity? Now, I want to know who's talking here. This is what people will tell you. Man, why are you still going to that church? Man, you're sick. You're supposed to be, you're supposed to be resting. I told you last week about my wife. And, and there's some of you here who you, you've been sick, but you're still pressing on. Amen. Listen to me real good. What Satan wants us to do is become so angry. And upset with God because we have experienced some financial loss. 
some material loss. We've lost our children. We've lost our home. We've lost, our, we've lost everything. We're on skid row in life. And if God was so good, then why would he allow all of this to happen to me? You got to understand this. God didn't do it. James says God does not, is not tempted by evil, nor does he cause evil. But can I ask you a question? Have you examined your life lately? Amen. And when you start examining your life, can you honestly say that you've been doing it right? Amen. There's a lot of reasons. And if God has uh, allowed some things to happen in your life, you trust him. But you got to remind yourself that Satan is after your body. We are now no longer going to assist him in the destruction of our body. And along with your body is your mind. I want to talk that psychological piece. Because there's a lot of people who are ill mentally. I don't think you hear what I'm saying to you. They're mentally struggling. Their body is fit, but their mind is broken down. Satan comes in all kinds of ways. And when we start talking about being open up, opening up ourselves up to demon influence, demonic activities, that's, how, that's who Satan uses, amen, to accomplish his work. Are you following me? If Satan can keep you bound to an addiction, if he can keep you, listen, listen, I, I never knew how destructive, I knew how destructive it was, but I wasn't thinking about the fact that it was killing me cigarettes. I mean, so it's harmless, so it seems. Alcohol, it's harmless. It's a slow process, slow process. Remember this, it's a slow process. And eventually, guess what happens? It takes over. Liver problems. Amen. Come on. Lung issues. And even the foods today. I mean, even the, even the foods we eat. Now, listen, there's nothing wrong with I'm not telling you you got to go out again. I'm not telling you you got to go out and become no, you know, vegan. <laughs> All I'm saying to you is that if, if, if you really pay attention, you'll see that Satan is really trying to destroy you. And how is he doing it? To our health. Watch this. Watch this. What does the wife say to him? I mean, die already. I mean, why would you counsel someone? This is, you know what this is? This is a woman who believed that they should have continued to be blessed it should have never happened to us or it would not have happened to us. Why is this happening to us? The one resort that, that, that she, she, she didn't say, well, baby, let me pray for you. Let's pray together. Let's pray to God because all this time you've been a good example to me. Now, now listen, she's enjoyed the benefits of his life. 
Do you not realize, men, that your, your family benefits from your, from your life, you being the leader of your home? This is why uh, I say to men, they got to lead spiritually. When you lead spiritually, your family's going to be blessed. Period. Look what it said. Curse God and die. Verse 10. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women speak. Shall we indeed accept what? Good from God and not accept what? In all this, Job did not sin <clears throat> with what? Now, if you keep reading, you'll find out that Job's friends came in the picture next. And you know what his friends did for the next 42 chapters? They, they, they were alluding to the fact that, Job, you're living in sin. You got some secret sins going on in your life. And, and at one point, Job cracked. He says, curse the day I was born. Then God came back and said, let me tell you something. Who created you? Can you, can you create anything? So you know what that, that helps me with? Oh, I'm going to help somebody. All of your life, you may not have felt like you've been given a good hand. But I want to say something to you. The hands that created you was God. And you have something precious, more precious than gold, your life. You, God shaped you. 23 chromosomes and 23 chromosomes come together and here you are. God created you. Listen, you say, well, I'm not tall enough and I'm not sure and I'm not why. Listen, all you got to do is maintain who you are and be happy with who you are. Stop trying to be like everybody else and be you. Be the best you that you can be because God's hands created you. Hmm. Are you with me? <clears throat> Listen to this. Job lost the health of his body. He even lost his wife's support as she counseled him to curse God. And he lost the support of his so-called friends as they believe his problem was hidden wickedness in his life. You know, you may look at me now and say, oh, he's going through because of what he did, but you don't know my story. Listen, when, I, when, 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 you, when you look at what's going on in your life right now, when you ask yourself, why am I going through this right now? Why do I feel the way I do? Why is sickness come? Stop asking why and say, God, who? Say, say who, but also say, God, what are you trying to help me with? Understand this, that Satan is the one that wants to destroy your body. Satan did a thorough job of attacking Job's body and all that related to it. Everything. He's sitting here in ashes with boils all over him. Even the dog wouldn't come comfort him. A man who everybody looked up to now is a man who everybody despises. Listen, when you get sick, nobody, some people won't even come to the hospital to see you. But may I say this to you, if sickness just so happens to come upon you, fight. 
Say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. Fight. Don't give up. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Listen, fight. Don't give in because that's exactly what Satan. And listen, don't give up on prayer. God can turn it around, y'all. And who knows, you may be in a test of your life. At the end of this story, Job came out. Job came out with 10 times more than what he had. He got new kids. He got more money. Listen, he, got, he kept the same wife, but I'm just saying, I just hope she was changed. You know, it's hard to relate to someone who's sick if you've never been sick. See, and some of you ain't really been sick. I don't think you hear what I'm saying to you. There's some people right now, there's some people right now who've never really, really have experienced some things. But I want to tell you something. I thank God for what I went through, y'all, at a young age because I'm determined. I don't think you're hearing me. I neglected this. Go to, go to Job uh, 42 and 10. Let me show you something. I want to tell somebody here this morning that what you're going through is, is seasonal. But remember, it took 42 chapters to get to this. And you don't know where you are right now in your test. You may be in the middle. You may be at the beginning. You may be studying. But when pressure comes in your life, you cannot allow Satan to destroy you. Watch this. You get pressure, so you go grab a bottle. Yeah. Oh, 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 some people don't even grab a bottle. You know what they do? They go, they, they isolate, they go, they sleep all day. You know what sleeping all day is going to do to you? Huh? You, you, you? No activity? No sunlight? Of course. They're going to pick you up from the same bed you were locked in, the same room you were locked up in. So depression has a big part to play in this thing. Some people don't want to come outside anymore because they don't like the way they look. But if you start doing something, oh, come on, help me, somebody. I told you, five pounds a month. Try it. Just try it. Or if you need to gain, you gain. But I'm just saying, look, look, look at verse 10. <clears throat> the Lord what? Restored the what? Huh? When he what? See, he had to pray for his friends first. Because Job's friends, God was displeased with them of how they treated him. Listen, don't judge people based on what they're going through. Pray for them. Amen. Pray for them. Watch this. Watch this. Look what he said. For his friends and the Lord increased all that Job had what? Twofold. So just think, everything he had, he got it twice. He got more kids. He got more, more cattle. He got more gold. He got all this stuff. God restored everything. Listen, you got to decree, you got to declare this morning that God will, watch this, restore what you have, what you've lost. Twice. 
Amen. He was there a long time in them ashes. This didn't happen over a period of days. This happened over a period of months. He's sitting there in ashes, and his friends are just talking down. People are talking about him. Oh, he got, he got, he got the bug. Something wrong with him. He got too many balls in me. That's the way it look. <laughs> Don't look right. You follow what I'm saying? Oh, and they call it cancer. <laughs> yeah, he got cancer. That wasn't really cancer. You know, and, and that's what his friends is doing. That's what people, listen, when you go from being powerful to being in the ash heap of life, but saints, I'm trying to help our church to understand that you cannot keep treating your body the wrong way. Amen. You, you have to start saying, you know, and start teaching your kids. You know, there are certain things we must do. But why is it so hard to treat ourselves good? Amen. Why is it so hard to be good to us? Listen, listen, all that the world offers, I said it last week, what do we have in certain neighborhoods? <laughs> Motels, <laughs> liquor store, huh? fast food, game rooms, pawn shops, dope houses, hole in the wall, <laughs> bootleg, <laughs> Churches, churches right, right next to them, and and guess what? And, and we and we selling chicken dinners, fried chicken dinners. This is not. I told you last week. This is not a popular subject, but I'm on a quest. I really am, man. I am on a mission to 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 do this thing so that. We can, we can add some years to our lives. I, I mean, seriously, you, do you not know that August 13th is coming up? be four years. Do you think that when I come in here, listen, when I wake up every morning, when I, listen, when I come here and I stand before you every day, every week, it's like, it's, it's, it's like I get so amazed because I'm like, dang, I was dead. Satan tried, Satan tried to destroy my body, tried to kill me. And here I am. I mean, doesn't that, isn't that like, does it ever trip you out? It trips me out. Because I'm like, man, I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. And if, and if I wasn't passionate about it, if I didn't care, some people, they come out of heart attack, they go right back to smoking cigarettes, living bad, doing all Listen, and I've had my struggles. I've had my struggles. I've had my struggles. Amen. I've had struggles, y'all, trying to figure it out, biking and all this other stuff, but yet still not seeing any progress. Right? But guess what? God has allowed me to get the keys to unlock it. Like, man, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. And if I can help some people along the way, man, listen, that will bring me joy. I'm not going to make my life count for something. What about you? Let me say it one more time. What about you? 
Listen, when you leave this, what would you be remembered for? Come on. And listen, add some years to your life. Minimize your stress levels. If you can't pay for it, trust God. He'll take care of you. Come on, somebody. Because stress is a killer. And some of us were stressed out, were maxed out, were, 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 were trying to, I see it on your faces sometimes as the world is trying, and Satan is just trying to squeeze you in. Well, you're going to break. Well, usually you're so fragile that you're going to break. But listen, you got to declare today, I will not allow him to destroy me. No way. No way. No way. No way. You know, let's look at this. Let's look at this. Go, go to, uh, here's the other thing. The example of Satan's attack upon the bodies of various people is seen over and over in the Gospels. Number one, Satan through demon helpers attacked and sought to destroy the lives of many. Watch this. He, watch this. He has changed. I'm sorry. Has he changed? No. Right? He caused one man to be dumb. Look, look, at, look at Matthew 9. Listen, Satan, y'all don't understand about Satan's power. I mean, I'm not saying you don't understand. I'm just, you, you know what I mean. <laughs> Matthew 9, verse 32. Look what it says. Verse 31, it says, but they went out and spread the news about him throughout all the land. And as they were going out, a what? A mute. Satan literally had muted this man from birth. Huh. Ain't that something? I wonder what was it about this man that Satan knew about that he tried to destroy him from even his birth. Huh. I don't think you hear what I'm saying to you. He was brought to him, and after the demon was cast out, see it? What was causing him to be mute? Huh? Now watch this. Demon possession is for unbelievers and demon, watch this, influence is for believers. But watch this. This man had a demon living in him that made him mute. A demon. Oh, thank, let, me see, let me see if I can make this. Some of us say we have these disabilities. I don't think you hear what I'm saying to you. Could it be that it's demonically inspired? Fear. Listen to this. The Bible says after the demon was cast out of the mute man, the mute man spoke and the crowd were amazed and were saying nothing like this has ever been seen in what? But the Pharisees were saying he cast out demons by the rule of demons. In other words, they were saying that he was a demon. 
And then Jesus going, how can a demon cast out a demon? Have you lost your mind? But there's a good example of what Satan can do. He can use his demons to make people what? You know, watch this. No, well, not just disability, diseases. Disab- that's, that's how he, disabilities, that's how he works. Go to, go to Matthew 17. These are just examples. Matthew 17 and verse 14. And when they came to the crowd, a man came to, up to Jesus, falling on his knees before him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. There it is. That's me. For he is a lunatic. Mental illness. Didn't I just say that? Does it say lunatic? He says he's a lunatic and very ill, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. I brought him to your disciples, and they could not cure him. And Jesus answered and said, you unbelieving and perverted generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked him, and look what the Bible says. And the demon, listen, listen, this is how, this is why I believe in Christian counseling. I believe in Christian counseling because here's the thing. It's demonic, y'all. Now, Christian counseling, and I've been passionate about health, and, uh, and so I wanted to formalize what I was doing. And so uh, as of yesterday, I, took, I, f- I finally took my exam after studying, and I passed. And so now I'm a certified personal trainer. Amen. Oh, yeah. Amen. I formalize what I've been doing because I want to help some people. Amen. I'm being sure of everything. And so, so what I'm saying, saints, you're never too old to learn, and you're never too old to pursue your passions. Now, I'm at the gym every day anyways. But not only that, but I wanted to help people change their lifestyle. And, and of course, it will fall under ministry, body in motion, our ministry, body in motion ministry at the church. But we're certified now to help people to live a better life. Amen. So, you know, I'm just saying, saints, uh, I'm really passionate about this. And I really want to see some of you maximize your health and live, amen, to the capacity that God wants you to do. And he wants you to be, but not only that, but I want to see you happy. There's no way we should walk around. Listen, when you're, when you're healthy, you're happy. You can't enjoy Life, if you're waking up every day with aches and pains, and you know, I mean, those are the natural things that come with aging, but here's the thing. But you can, you can do something, amen, about it. Amen? Give God a hand clap of praise.